Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
about that here folks uh good evening everyone this is of course tuesday december 29th the last tuesday of 2020 i should say and welcome to episode number 930 70 episodes away from the big 1000 the mothership broadcast of the wcws radio network right here of course on talkshoot.com this is the one and the only wcws revolution once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. Coming live, ladies and gentlemen, from WCWS in Trinity, North Carolina. Of course, we will get things started with our wrestling news and views here segment here tonight. Filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame tag team, King Ice, who is, of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, is, of course, at 411mania.com. We have a boatload of stories here, almost a yacht full of stories here tonight, and we're going to bring them right here to you here in just a few minutes. Anyway, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on the, our talk show chat box, get standing by with the uh, wrestling and uh, pop culture uh, history and birthdays for this evening is the human suplex machine, John Gross. 
John, of course, is a, is part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio every Monday, Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Also, of course, the founder of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated, of course, on Facebook. Also, of course, championship series. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, he is also a two-time WCW famer. We have folks on here, of course, here momentarily. In the meantime here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, anything and everything we have Talk about, which we're going to have a whole bunch to talk about here tonight. Please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number at 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers. You know, anything everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which, of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we will be, of course, talking about our thoughts and opinions on what happened on the very final Monday Night Raw of 2020. And also, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure, like I said, one thing is to have been in the news here over the past several days. Um, and we will, of course, share a little bit on this here in just a few moments. As we, of course, give our own thoughts and opinions um, and share some very, very unique memories of, of course, John Huber, of course, better known to you all in the WWE as Luke Harper. And, of course, just recently in AEW as Mr. Brody Lee. Uh, of course, as you know, sadly, he did pass away, of course, here several days ago uh, from apparently from some sort of condition in his lungs, although his his wife has confirmed that it was not related to the virus. Of course, for, thank you, for thanking the, the Lord on that. But, of course, already, ladies and gentlemen, dozens of wrestlers, of course, especially from WWE, AEW, the Independence, and so on and so forth, who knew the man very well, has already thrown out their tributes, of course, their thoughts and prayers to, uh, to of course, Mr. Brody Lee and his family. And, of course, we'll do our own thoughts and opinions about this great superstar here this evening on Episode 930 of Revolution. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, it is 9.04 p.m. Eastern Time. On Tuesday, December 29th, 2020, let us go on right ahead, ladies and gentlemen, proceed immediately to 411mania.com, who, of course, is standing by here with some great wrestling uh, tidbits here. And we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS radio network, uh, for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows of course, including right here on Revolution, as well as Wolfpack, Raw Radio, also, of course, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, as well as WWS This Morning, among others. <clears throat> Our first story of the night, ladies and gentlemen, comes to us from Jeremy Thomas here. As actually, uh, as WWE Hall of Famer and current AEW superstar Sting responds to praise from a fellow Hall of Famer, Bret Hart, saying, saying, quote, the feeling is mutual. Sting had some old comments from Bret Hart praising him sent his way recently, and he returned them in kind. The WWE Hall of Famer and AEW star took to Twitter to share a post of a fan recounting comments Hart made during an episode of the latter's Sharpshooter Show podcast in 2016. In that podcast, Hart said the following. 
Sting was a class guy, just a first-rate guy, great guy to work with, a real friend, never saw any ounce of ego, just a team player all the way, and I always had a lot of respect for him. He really made coming to work fun. In response, the Stinger wrote the following. The feeling is mutual at Bret Hart. Enjoyed working with you. Great finisher. My one regret is I never got to see a Stinger cartoon from you. Sting and Hart were opponents several times in WCW after Hart went there following his famous exit from the WWF. Of course, <clears throat> of course, the post, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is, of course, on um, on the Twitter account for the signature spot that was posted the day after Christmas. Uh, you can see this post, of course, this Twitter post right here. And also go to, of course, their Twitter account if you want to, of course, read that a little bit more intently. But uh, very, very praise and mutual respect here from two classic, of course, Hall of Famers right there. One uh, one story that was just added on here just now, ladies and gentlemen, as it relates to the uh, <clears throat> Impact Hard to Kill pay-per-view coming up here on the 16th. Uh, as apparently now a knockouts championship match has officially been set for this pay-per-view. Deanna Perrazzo's knockouts championship defense is set for impact hard to kill. On tonight's best of show, Perrazzo accepted the challenge laid out last week by Taya Vachery for the title for the pay-per-view. Hard to kill takes place on January 16th and airs live on pay-per-view. And of course, 411 Manny will have an updated uh, card after, of course, uh, after, of course, tonight's episode of Impact. So this, this is official Impact Wrestling's, of course, uh, Twitter account. If you want to, of course, read the official, if you want to read it officially. But Deanna Peraza will be defending the Knockouts title against Taya Valkyrie <clears throat> at the Hard to Kill pay-per-view on January the 16th. Anyway, getting back to, of course, some other stories that we have here, folks. Jeremy Thomas... Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story here uh, as Mustafa Ali fires back at a troll, calling the retribution story unwatchable. Mustafa Ali had plenty of ammunition to return fire on. To return fire on a Twitter user who tried to troll, hit, troll him over the retribution storyline. The user in question tweeted Ali, Reckoning, and three others, assuming the other retribution members, in a post where he wrote, the storyline was DOA and now it's just unwatchable. You were a knee-jerk reaction by Vince getting yelled at by investors, just like, <sighs> like WWW Underground brand shake, shake-ups, 24-7 title and invitational, and nothing has helped or gotten anybody over. Ali took a moment to check out and replied back. Before tweeting this, you RT'd something to win a free fleshlight. Point that out. The original tweet has now been deleted. Retribution has been known for firing back at critics online with T-Bar gaining notice for some of his tweets, both to members of the WWE roster and fans. Ali defeated Ricochet on last night's Monday night. He was unable to get Ricochet to join Retribution after the match. So we will, of course, uh, keep eye as the storyline is going on right now as they're trying to induct Ricochet. 
They're trying to bring Ricochet into uh, the retribution staple, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Jeremy Thomas did post this here tonight, as of course uh, tonight's dark is now officially online. Of course, it came on at seven o'clock. Uh, Jeremy Thomas, of course, has also posted the official card, which of course was for which was for uh, uh, tonight here as well. Which is Aaron Solo versus Sammy Guevara, Lindsay Snow, SCU, and the former Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian taking on the Hybrid Two, Jack Evans and Angelico, Santana and Ortiz taking on Terrence and Terrell Hughes, taking on Matt Seidel, Leva Bates taking on Maddie Renkowski, Anna J taking on Jasmine Allure, Rego Del Sol taking on Griff Garrison, Ray Fenex taking on Barry Morales. The Dark Order, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, taking on Sean Dean and Tyson Maddox. Tay Conti, taking on Vert, Vert Vixen. Uh, Chaos Project, who is Lutheran Serpentico, taking on Ariel Levy, Levy and El Cuevo de Puerto Rico. Ryzen, Nick Comoroto and James Tapia, taking on Team Taz. Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, and Powerhouse Hobbs. Royal Money, Baron Black, and Mike Verna taking on the Gun Club, Billy Austin and Colton Gunn. And Britt Baker presents the waiting room with special guest Matt Seidel. And ladies and gentlemen, we have already posted this ep this, ep this week's episode of AEW Dark on the AEW US uh, page. If you want to, of course, go on Facebook and check that out. Uh, let's see here. Yes. Jeremy Thomas posted this story. Here's some Bruce has some various news here. As DD, the DDP documentary is now available on Amazon Prime. And also your top 10 raw moments. Diamond Dallas Page's new documentary is now available on Amazon Prime. The documentary called Relentless is available here. There's a link to that if you want to check that out. It is described as follows. Diamond Dallas Page's journey to save his wrestling career transforms into a lifelong passion or helping others achieve their true potential. There's a trailer for this if you want to, of course, on this right here, if you want to check that out. <clears throat> and also, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, WWE has posted the top 10 moments of this week's episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, you can, of course, check that out here as well. And we will be posting, of course, in our stable of groups here, of course, coming up here a little bit later on, sometime after Revolution. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Ethan Page is set to take on Karate Man on live stream tomorrow. Uh, Ethan Page will battle his own alter ego to Karate Man in a live stream set for tomorrow afternoon. Page posted to Twitter and announced that he will face the Karate Man in a live stream tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. Page called it one last project for the people who supported me through 2020. Page has been using. Page, <clears throat> sorry about that, here, folks. Uh, Page has been using his Karate Man persona for a while. He even brought it out on an episode of Impact this week when it was presented as either a mental break of Pages or perhaps a separate entity. Of course, you can see a promo for the live stream, of course, right here on this page. Excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, 
Page is expected to exit Impact when his contract expires, which is believed sometime either between Thursday night or Friday morning. On uh, Ethan Page's Twitter account here yesterday, he posted free tickets December 30th, 2021 p.m. Eastern. Ethan Page taking on Karate Man. One last, one last project for the people who saw through 2020. There's a picture on this tweet if you want to, of course, check that out. This story right here, as I believe this is the North American Wrestling Alliance Jingle Brawl results from uh, back on December 19th, as Davy Boy Smith Jr., Gangrel, and more were in action for this. Wrestling Alliance made its return to pay per view with Nawa Jingle Brawl back on December 19th at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. The event took place on from various companies. Here are the results of the show. Gangrel defeated Cahagas, the Nawa Intercontinental title match. Micah Taylor had Dan Sawyer in his corner, defeated Danny, Danny Inferno. Cha-Cha Charlie defeated the Jackal. Nawa women's title three-way match. Roma Luchadora defeated Lindsay, Lindsay Snow and Stormy Lee, who had Sean Davis in her corner. The Nawa Tag Team Titles three-way match, Francisco Siasto and Logan Creed with JoJo defeated the House of Pain, who was Akeem, Ali, and Nick Payne, and the modern-day sharpshooters, who was James Creed and Max Blaylock. Vinicius with Bill Alfonso in his corner defeated Ariel Levy, and Davey Boy Smith Jr. defeated Johnny Swinger. The Nawa Title Hercules Cup Battle Royal Chase Stevens defeated Alex Ocean and Andre Holmes and Beastman and Brian Brock. Bruce Worley, Bull James, Danny Inferno, Gary Reno, George North, James St. Patrick, Leon the Terrible, Mason Perks, Miami Mike, Panther Rodriguez, Storm Thomas, The Bus, The Foreman, The Laredo Man, and Vic Arson. Of course, you could, you, there's a link right here if you want to check out some of the backstage notes for this event that took place. Let's see here. And we have some more news, of course, coming out of Major League Wrestling right here. As Blake Lavelle posts this story about they have announced their on-air commentary team for 2021. As previously reported, Rich Bocchini and Jared St. Laurent are, are sent to be the on-air commentary team for MLW moving forward with Alicia Tout serving as the correspondent for the team. The company hyped the trio in a press release, which also promotes the upcoming Kings of Coliseum show on January the 6th at 7 p.m. Here is a full release from MLW. Major League Wrestling Today announced its 2021 on-air roster of familiar faces and new voices continue to elevate the league's coverage of the sport. MLW's lead broadcast team of play-by-play announcer Rich Bocchini and fight analyst Jared St. Lawrence Reunite with correspondent Alicia Tout to kick off 2021 at MLW Kings of Coliseum on January the 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern, available on YouTube, Fubo Sports, and the Roku channel. The event is being presented for free on all platforms. Learn more about where to watch. The acclaimed duo play-by-play announcer Pacini and St. Lauren premiered on November 18th as part of the hashtag the restart edition of MLW Fusion. 
Pacini, who has anchored the broadcast team since MLW's 2017 return, enters his fourth year with the league calling the blow-by-blow action. A top one of sports media's rising stars makes her return given unrestricted access. The interview queen and vlogger serves as correspondent and host for MLW's weekly flagship series, Fusion, as well as additional assignments including hosting programming for MLW's emerging catalog of content. Major League Wrestling's broadcasting coverage will be enhanced by St. Lawrence, who provides expert analysis and brings the viewers a unique level of insight as the VP of the Office of Wrestling Operations. As a fight analyst, St. Lawrence brings his 23 years of knowledge, experience, and analysis across all MLW platforms. Viewers are in for an all-star team of broadcasters when we return January 6, said MLW founder Court Bauer. This collection of incredibly talented broadcasters will bring fans the league's biggest stories, enhanced analysis, and inside information. MLW is making its January 6th marquee event Kings of Coliseum free for fans as a special thank you. The card for the 2021 Kings of Coliseum special, the World Middleweight Championship, Myron Reed defends against Leo Rush, National Openweight Championship, Alex Hammerstone defends against Mads Kruger, the Tornado World Tag Team title match, Ross and Marshall Von Erich defend against Colonel Parker's Dirty Blondes, managed by Aria Blake. And in a grudge match, Simon Gotch will take on Jordan Oliver. So it ought to be a very good show here for, like I said, on January the 6th here, folks. Another story that's just coming into the wire here, folks, and we got a lot here to talk about here. Uh, as Natalia is apparently renaming her spinning, spinning lariat to honor the late Brody Lee. Natalia is redubbing her spinning lariat in honor of Brody Lee. The WWE star took to Twitter on Tuesday night to react to a post by Big E, remembering the late AEW and WWE star in which E noted Lee's joking feuds backstage with the WWE women's division. After E wrote, Brody's comedic rivalries with the women always got me good. He borrowed Dana's poses, claimed Natalia stole his lariat and mission driver. Natalia retweeted and said, this made my day. I'm going to rename. <clears throat> I'm going to rename Spinning Lariat after Brody. The time Spinning Lariat is known as the Natty by Nature, at least up to this point. This made this, and of course she did say that in a tweet here to, uh, today. So we'll just have to see what she decides to do here. But a very honorable thing here in honor of, in honor of course of, uh, of the late Brody Lee, of course. Blake Lavelle posted this story as Kane discusses The Undertaker's retirement being bittersweet and the final farewell ceremony back at Survivor Series. Kane was, a, was recently a guest on the two-man power trip of wrestling featuring Dr. Tom Pritchard. In the interview, Kane discussed a variety of topics, including The Undertaker's retirement. When asked about Undertaker deciding to call it quits, Kane admitted that it was a bittersweet moment for him, both as a performer and as a wrestling fan. Kane says, it's bittersweet, he said. I'm happy for Mark and the fact that he, and the fact that not many folks get to retire on their own terms and leave the business the way they want to. So I'm very happy about that. On a personal level, that's great. But as a fan, it kind of stinks because it's the Undertaker. He's one of my favorites, not only because of our personal history, but also just as a fan. 
I think he's easily the greatest wrestling character ever. Also, the guy from when he debuted all the way through, he might not have always been the number one guy, but he was always number one A if he wasn't. Just carrying the company through all these cycles in wrestling. You look back, he came in the he looking back, he came in at Hulkamania. Things really went down in the early nineties. When it comes back up, he's there and he's been there ever since. It was just bittersweet. Kane also discussed Undertaker's final farewell ceremony at Survivor Series and WWE having to, having to do without an actual crowd in attendance at the arena. Kane says the pandemic, I think WWE is actually, has actually done the best out of the spectator sports of trying to have a feel of a live audience. This is said by Kane. They really have done a good job with the Thunderdome concept. But nevertheless, certainly what we would like to have is 20,000 people there as opposed to 4,000 people watching on monitors. The whole thing was done very well. Kane was among many current and former WWE superstars who appeared at Survivor Series on the career of The Undertaker, course, including Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, and others. Several more stories to bring you right here, folks. Once again, we talk, we talk trademarks in the WWE. As Jeffrey Harris posts this, WWE files, files trademark applications for five new ring names. Hmm. Healbynature.com reports that WWE filed five new ring name trademarks at the United States Patent Trademark Office back on Christmas Eve. The new ring names that were trademarked are listed right here below. Uh, and that is Nash Carter, Wes Lee, Tian Sha, Shi Hun, and Shi Zui. It is not yet clear which WWE superstars the ring names are meant for or who they will be used for. But of course we will we will of course find that out at some point down the road. Jeremy Thomas, this story as talks about Booker T talks about it doesn't think Sting should wrestle in AEW. Why he thinks Sting uh, signed. Booker T discussed Sting in AEW and why he does why he doesn't think the icon should wrestle in the company for in an interview. Booker spoke with Chris Van Vliet for the interview, and Chris said along some highlights. Of course, here are some of them out right as well. Here here's some of the highlights as well as the clip right here on this page. We do give credit to Chris Van Vliet for this interview, as well as Four Eleven Mania. On why Sting signed with AEW, Booker T says, Hey, bro, some guys just, just don't want to quit. Some guys just want, don't want to leave it alone, and that's that's what they do, you know. I never thought that I'd see Sting doing this at 61 years old. I'm, I just didn't think that, but I was talking on my show just last week. It's hard sometimes to walk away from this business. Then again, after you've done it for so long, you want to walk away from it your way. He didn't get a chance to do that in WWE. So maybe now in AEW, he feels like he has a chance to go out there and do it his way and walk away from it. But for me, more power to those guys who want to go out there, who wants to go out there and do that. But I wasn't one of those guys that wanted to wrestle my whole life. On why Sting shouldn't have a match in AEW, for Sting to want to have a match, I wouldn't advise it, okay? At 61 years old, I wouldn't advise it. Is it worth it? I don't know. I mean, to him, it might be worth it. But I say wrestling is a young man's sport. That's why I got out. I said I was going to retire when I was 40. When I turned 40, I was like, I'm still a pretty good man. I'm still better than the rest of these suckers on the roster. So I pushed it until I was 45, and then I, walked, then I walked away from it. 
And I tell you, I don't ever itch to put my boots back on to go out there and do that ever again. So, like I said, you can check it. So, like I said, so we do give credit to, of course, uh, Chris Van Vliet, to, of course, uh, to, uh, for this, of course, this interview right here. Jeremy Thomas has some WWE news here as Brian Lee actually calls out WWE over the tribute to Brody Lee and also between Ricochet and Mustafa Ali, I guess, from a match. Who could be Kurt Hawkins thinks WWE could have done more to pay tribute to Brody Lee on Raw. Graphic honoring Lee following his passing this weekend. Myers took to Twitter to argue that Lee should have received a Tim Bell salute or video package. Brian Myers from his Twitter account. No Tim Bell salute, no video package. This man was beloved by his peers and we're all grieving hard. This isn't right. WWE posted a clip of Ricochet's match. From Ricochet's match with Mustafa Ali, Ali picked up the win and up Ricochet retribution. But Ricochet, of course, Ricochet here, of course, uh, declined the offer. So this was the match, of course, obviously talking about from Raw last night. Obviously, is what they're talking about. Two more stories, ladies and gentlemen. Then we'll get right into Jeremy Thomas. Of course, has this story here came out last night. As Ric Flair was interviewed on dealing with self-confidence issues, also being a man before before a Carlito promo. Hmm. Ric Flair is one of the all-time greats, but he has revealed that he's had issues with self-confidence throughout his career. Flair spoke with TalkSport. <clears throat> Flair spoke with TalkSport for a new interview and discussed his issues with self-doubt, particularly leading up to his 2008 retirement match against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 24. Here are some highlights. On dealing with self-confidence issues ahead of his retirement match, Flair says, I wasn't even ready. They kept putting me in these situations. It wasn't to rib me, but he wouldn't settle for me being any less than I could be. I had so many issues with self-confidence back then. I could give you a hundred examples. Once you lose it, especially when you're getting older, it's so hard to bring it back. <clears throat> it was If it was a no-pressure situation, I had no problem. But if it was a main event, I put so much pressure on myself that the self-confidence issues rolled in. You listen to me and you think, how could it be possible for Ric Flair? Well, it was hard for me. When, I, when it was over, it was so rewarding. I'd say thank you to everybody, and I'd walk away and think, why can't I just be me? I just couldn't make the mental wheels turn as fast as my body. On being chewed out by Vince McMahon before his 2007 promo with Carlito. <clears throat> what happened was I got my butt chewed up by Vince McMahon literally 10 minutes before that. Vince chewed my butt and told me that I needed to lead by example. And I worried about what I was doing. That if, if he was worried, he would take care of me. But he had just worn my butt out. I walked back to the locker room and Bruce Pritchard was there and he said, we need you to do this promo. I said, no problem. That's the truth. There was no script. I gave him, I gave him, and I gave him everything Vince gave me and more. 
His reflection on that time in his career, player says, "I was average at best, but if you but if you guys think about, it, think it was great, then I can live with that. I didn't think it was great. The emotion was at a very high level because it was real. All things I went through, where I was so demoralized, I'm over it all now, and I couldn't be happier. I'm just happy, married to a beautiful woman that supports me through anything. My life could not be better." And one more story here, ladies and gentlemen, before we get move on to, of course, more of the more of the action right here. So everybody here, folks, we're just trying to get everything here squared away. We're just Okay, I think I think we got the I think we got this up now. But it was just here we go. Okay, one more story here that actually came out on on Sunday here, as apparently Brody Lee's condition was reportedly kept quiet in AEW. Brody Lee's condition before his passing over the weekend was something that not many people were aware of, including AEW, as reported. <coughs> excuse me. As, as reported, of course, on Saturday night, Lee passed away over the weekend of a lung issue not related to the virus at the age of 41. Dave Meltzer noted on Wrestling of Radio that Lee's condition was not well known and that while people were wondering why Lee was off AEW TV for months, the few people who were in the know kept things quiet. Lee's last match was his dog collar match in October against Cody, with Cody winning back the AEW TNT title. Lee appeared a few times after that but didn't wrestle again. Lee had reportedly been suffering from his lung issue for some time, and it got worse and worse until he finally passed. So, so folks, like I said, a, 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 true, a true blue, of course, uh, competitor there indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, he is still be so sorely missed. And, of course, coming up after our Raw review, ladies and gentlemen, we will be thoughts and opinions about, of course, the one and the only uh, Brody Lee. We do thank our friends at 411 Mania for, of course, here. <clears throat> read, their, read their stories here tonight. Of course, filling in for our 2000 News Tag Team, King Ice. Of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared Rolamo. They bring you all the news that's fit to here in the WWUS radio network, and of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape 
You cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor, we, nor the fact that we have never tried to do so in the past five years. Now let's go to John here that has our wrestling history and wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for tonight, December the 29th. On this date in 1985, the NWA and AWA co-presented Star Wars from the Brendan Byrne Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. One match that did take place here, Stan Hansen defeated Rick Martel by submission to win the AWA World Heavyweight title. On this date in 1991, WCW presented Starcade Battle Bowl 91, the Lethal Lottery, from the Norfolk Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. About 9,000 people were in attendance, with 156,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That is down slightly from 165,000 for Starcade 1990. Sting won the Battle Bowl Battle Royal by last eliminating Lex Luger. On his date here in 1995, ECW presented Holiday Hill from Queens, New York. Mikey Whipwreck defeated two Cole Scorpio to capture the ECW World Tag Team titles and the ECW uh, TV title. Whipwreck chose Cactus Jack as his tag team partner. On this day here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's see here. Uh, uh, let's see. And let me see. I'm not sure. Make sure that I have that number right. Yes. Okay, I do. On this day, 1996, WCW presented Starcade from, from Nashville, Tennessee. 9,030 people were in attendance with 345,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Akira Hokuto defeated Medusa to win the WCW women's title. She would be the only woman to hold the championship until the 1997 Great American Bash when she successfully retained it against Medusa. Also, Eddie Guerrero defeated DDP to retain the United States title. Roddy Piper defeated Hollywood Hogan via TKO. Of note, WCW never said that Hogan's championship was not on the line, so it was a non-title match. And this is Piper and Hogan's first one-on-one encounter since November of 1985 at the WWF at the Wrestling Classic. Also on this date in 1997, um, Nitro Ultimo Dragon defeated Eddie Guerrero to regain the Cruiserweight title. On the same show, Booker T defeated the Disco Inferno to win the WCW World TV title. Also on the show's main event, Sting and Hollywood Hogan fall to a no contest the WCW first heavyweight for the for the WCW World Heavyweight Title. This is Sting's first Nitro match since September 10th, 1996. Also on that same night on Raw, Stone Cold Steve Austin gives Goldust a surprise by throwing him into a porta potty, and also featured the first alliance between Kane and the Undertaker when the Undertaker saved Kane from a potential seven-on-one attack. Also, WWF was in negotiations with Mike Tyson to appear at WrestleMania 14th on March 29, 1998. The deal is followed by Tyson eventually there at WrestleMania, but before that he was at the 1998 Royal Rumble as a guest member, and the night after the Royal Rumble when he is confronted by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Also, this is the last Raw match of Shawn Michaels as he takes on Owen Hart for the WWF title, with Owen winning via, via DQ. This is Michael's last Raw match as he suffers a back injury at the 1998 Royal Rumble and a casket match against The Undertaker. 
Michaels would wrestle on, on Raw again on November 25th, 2002, when he bows RVD for the World Heavyweight title. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, let's see here. Uh, 1998, at a Raw at Raw's War Tape in War, Worcester, Massachusetts, Mankind defeats The Rock to regain his first, pick up his first WWF title. It is taped, is taped and is shown on TV not until January the 4th, 1999. The match gains infamy when it airs six days later opposite a Monday Nitro event that advertises the rematch from Starcade 98 with Kevin Nash battling Goldberg for the WCW World Heavyweight title. During the show's third hour, Tony Schiavone spoiled the outcome, saying that Mankind was going to win the title and that that would put some butts in the seats. 600,000 people would switch from the live Nitro to the tape Raw to see the title change for themselves. The legend of the match grew when WCW failed to deliver its advertised main event, instead putting on a farcical a farce world title match between Kevin Nash and Hollywood Hogan that led to the infamous finger poke of doom. Sorry about that. Let's see. One more thing. This is the second time in six months that the WWF's top prize changed hands on Raw. The WWF title changed hands twice total in the show's history before then, both of them in 1997. Also on the state, ladies and gentlemen, 2003, Stone Cold Cold Steve Austin makes his return as he is announced as the sheriff of of Monday Night Raw. Also on the state, ladies and gentlemen, 2009, on ECW on Sci-Fi from East Rutherford, New Jersey, Zack Ryder defeated Tommy Dreamer. Also on that same day, we sadly lost Dr. Death Steve Williams as he passes away of throat cancer at the age of 49. 1998, Williams landed in the WWF and participated in their Brawl for All tournament, a legitimate fighting tournament, expected to win the tournament and challenge Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF title. Williams did suffer a torn hamstring in the semifinal round as he was knocked out a tournament winner, Bart Gunn. Williams returned in early of 1999 to feud with Billy Gunn and had his Oklahoma friend Jim Ross but the feud died down with Williams leaving the WWF. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 2012, at a raw taping in Washington, D.C., which was taped on December 31st, 2012, Wade Barrett defeated Kofi Kingston to win his second WWE Intercontinental title. Also featured Mae Young having another baby, but this time it turned, but it turned out to be Hornswoggle all this time. Of course, it kind of looked like JD as well, but I don't know. Uh, on this date here in 2014, on Raw from Washington, D.C., the Usos defeated The Miz and Damian Mizdow to pick up the tag team titles. Also, make his return to the show with Daniel Bryan, announcing that he would enter the 2015 Royal Rumble match. Also, making their returns to the show were Wade Barrett, Edge, and Christian, who guest hosted Raw and also Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. One wrestling birthday to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Happy 41st birthday to current, to former AEW, the former WWE ring announcer, and current AEW ring announcer, Justin Roberts. And here are some pop culture, history, and birthdays here for today. On this date, 1862, ladies and gentlemen, the bowling ball was invented. 
<clears throat> of course, it's much, of course, it's ten times the size of JD's balls. Uh, yeah. On this day in 1933, Jacob Jacob Ruppert refuses to release future Baseball Hall of Fame slugger Babe Ruth to manage the Cincinnati Reds. On this day in 1937, Luthes wins the National Wrestling World Heavyweight Title over Everett Marshall. On this day in 1940, the Chicago Bears beat the NFL All Stars 28-14. 1945, on this day, Maurice Richard scores twice in Canadians 5-4 loss to Chicago to the Chicago Blackhawks to record his 100th NHL career goal. On this day in on this date, sorry about that, folks. On this date here in 19, let's see where is it? 57, the Detroit Lions beat the Cleveland Browns 50 to 14, as the Lions score two touchdowns in each quarter. On this date in 1963, the Chicago Bears beat the New York Giants 14-10 in the NFL title. 1965, the James Bond movie Thunderball premieres in Tokyo. On this day in 1968, the Baltimore Courts win the NFL title as they shut out the Cleveland Browns, 34 to nothing. Also on that same day, the New York Jets beat the Oakland Raiders, 27-23, to win the AFL title. 1974, the NFL and AFL championship are awarded to the Minnesota Vikings and J.D.'s Pittsburgh Steelers. On this day in 1984, Wayne Gretzky scores his NHL career 32nd hat trick and has three assists in Edmonton's 6-3 win over the Detroit Red Wings for his 100th point in just 35 games. On his date in 1989, Wayne Gretzky and Martina Navratilova are named Athletes of the Decade by the Associated Press. On his day in 2007, Tom Brady, who gives a crap about him, sets a then-NFL record throwing his 50th touchdown pass, and the New York Patriots are the first team in NFL history to finish a regular season 16-0. and 0. On his date in 2018, at the 85th Orange Bowl, number one Alabama, Beats number four Oklahoma, 45-34. Also, we got some uh, birthdays right here. Happy 73rd birthday to Ted Danson, of course, and the show Cheers. Who I think he's coming out with another show at some point down the road from what I've been hearing. But he was, he was of course, he was, of course uh, on Cheers from 1982 to 1993. Today would have been the 84th birthday of the late Mary Tyler Moore. And today would have been the 202nd birthday of the late 17th president of the United States, Andrew Jackson, who took over the presidency from 1865 through 1869. The movie The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly was released in 1967, of course, it was with Clint Eastwood. And the movie Twelve Monkeys was premiered on this date in 1995. And John said that's all he's got. For the history and birthdays here for today, John, we thank you very much, sir, sir, for providing that here for us. And also, once again, we want to thank 411 Mania for, of course, bringing us tonight's uh, uh, wrestling news and views here for the evening. 1605-562-0444, caller ID uh, 138055-POUND. <clears throat> it is 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen, episode 930 of WCWS Revolution. Mr. W. Mr. WS Chad Hinshaw here, alongside the human suplex machine John Gross, and we do have a couple of gentlemen here standing by here, and we do thank them, of course, for doing so. Let's go ahead and bring them in here right now, even as we speak. For our first person, ladies and gentlemen, is a three-time WCWS Hall of Famer, 
He is, of course, part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. He is also, of course, uh, part of the team that brings you Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. He is a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, even even in the coldest of weather, he still prances around Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but naked. I don't know why he does it, but he just doesn't. But we'll bring him in. But we'll tell you who this is in just a minute. And also, ladies and gentlemen, here <clears throat> our second our second panelist, ladies and gentlemen, he is part of the team that brings you Sports Machine every Friday afternoon, right here on TalkShoot.com. He is the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire, of course, here on Facebook. He is also a multiple time holder in our trivia championship series and yes ladies and gentlemen he is truly indeed the man with the golden voice and is not afraid not afraid to flex the pecs <laughs> okay <no. laughs> yes indeed uh ladies and gentlemen of course last now welcome to episode number 930 of course of wcw us Re- revolution of course you know this man is jd but of course his real name is the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, the show man, Justin Lewis Fleming, J.D. and Justin. Welcome, of course, to episode 930. Hello, Jay. Good to have you here with us. And I guess J.D., I guess, had to step away, so I guess he'll be back here in just a few short minutes. While we wait for J.D., let's go ahead here. Let's go ahead and get to the subject at hand. Uh, of course, that is being last night's edition of Monday Night Raw. John's already got his thoughts out. Let me go ahead and read what he has to say. He says, Raw was okay, despite the four matches, of course, of Luke Harper. At least WWE was again and not doing the 10 bell salute. Ali versus Ricochet was a good match. John says he John says he will say that. Nia Jackson, Bobby Lashley, both enjoy a rumble match. Here's a word of Advice to the women in the match, including Nia's partner Shayna. Good luck getting Nia out. So, of course, now with Lashley and Daniel Bryan as the first two entrants, the entrance is going to be who is being next in line to join Bobby Lashley and Daniel Bryan. Of course, Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre should be a great match next week for the title. Of course, obviously on Legends Night. Uh, of course, uh, John says one more thing he wanted to talk about. Of course, uh, about last while. We all saw what happened at TLC when Orton committed arson on the feed, just like he did the Undertaker in No Mercy 2005, and Miss Bliss wanted Orton to do, do wanted wanted to do to Orton uh, what what he what he did to, of course, Bray Wyatt. She was pouring gasoline on herself and begged Orton to do it, even calling even calling him a well the B word, and I'm not even gonna say that. And then the fiend's light went out. All we saw was Orton setting up the match like he was going to set set her on fire. The matches were lit, but then Raw went off the air. So there's a cliffhanger. Did he do it or did he not do it? Did he do it or did he not do it? Uh, John said he doesn't know if he did or not, but let's wait and see what happens next week if she was really. But John says, really, they didn't do they did nothing to sell Luke Harper's death. As they mentioned him four times with Drew McIntyre saying, yeah, 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 including the tribute and Xavier hitting the swinging clothesline and also putting an armband on his wrist, which was cool. John says normally he would say because the show is not not good, but for, but for starters, the show was okay, not just enough. 
Legends Night, John believes, is going to be a good show next week. So, we're going to have to wait for us to kick off 2021. We'll have to see how that turns out. Uh, Justin, uh, let's hear your thoughts here about anything that did take place on the last Raw of 2020. Gar gar garbage last night. I mean, I mean, once again, Vincent Van didn't do a ten bell salute to Brody, Brody Luke Harper. We just put a photo, um, um, photo, photo of him, and um, no superstars were out there, or nothing. But I'm really glad that they tweeted tweeted on him. And you know, I think Vincent Man, in my opinion, he's just. Uh, the reason why he didn't do no Tim Bell's tribute to him because he's bitter because um, Luke Harper had a deal with AEW when WWE um, when he ruined ruined him. And as for the and, and the end and the ending with the um the um, one with the uh, end in the raw, I mean, was. I don't know if Randy Orton burnt, 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 I bet, burnt, burnt, um, like Bliss. And you know what? If, if, um, if Alexa Bliss is burnt, is burnt, this will all be on Bruce Pritchard, be on Vince Man, Bruce Pritchard, and Kevin Dunn. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right. Okay. Anything else, Justin, would you, that you wish to add? Um, I got some uh history and birthdays, but want me to do that later? Uh, you can do that. You can do that. Uh, you can do that here. Uh, towards the tail end after we take care of all of our other business here. So, but but yeah, you can. But we'll, we'll, I'm gonna let you do. We'll, we'll of course get you get that in there from me in just a few moments. Thank you very much, Justin. And now let's hear from, of course, the Ice Man himself, which I know he's gonna have something to say about what happened of course uh last night on raw especially uh, i'm sure of all things of course as justin just mentioned the fact that wwe did not give any any of course any real a real tribute to of course uh the late uh Brody lee as i did mention here of course actually a former wwe star as i just read here in the news apparently called out wwe on it apparently um you know after so many uh, superstars from all around, even in Vince's own company, that made, that that Brody Lee made an impact on, um, you know, did, you know was even was even kind enough to share, like I said, their thoughts and and their stories and all that, and how much they were very very saddened by his sudden passing, and yet WWE all all the things they do is just they just pretty much put something just just put out this. You know, just uh, like they on the on the Tron out there saying, you know, this is, you know, um, you know, in memory of, you know, like they always do. So, so I mean, WWE could have done something a little bit better. I mean, at least AEW was even even much more considerate than that. I mean, I especially love their tribute, which of course everybody here in the radio network and of course uh, in WCWS was actually kind of. The minute this news broke out, even of course when I even heard it from JD, I even of course we got everybody uh, 
rallied around here, of course, Justin and Shaq and Michelle and everybody just started posting things all over all over WCWS all about this. So it was it was one it was pretty much one hundred percent academic. I mean, Michelle, you know, like I said, even posted it on a majority of our pages, which I thought that was really big time and all that stuff. I do thank everyone here for of course going and going of course like I said uh going going of course uh, <clears throat> uh big time here of course here the other night here after of course this news just broke out so i really do appreciate that now jd if you have something you would like to say about life science for all please go ahead and do so oh where to begin where to begin where to begin let's begin <laughs> First off, with the story, Shelly, the big story and the big headline of the last three days, coming up on three days, shall we say. That, of course, is consisting of John Huber, better known to all as Mr. Brody Lee, the exalted one, and also Luke Harper. Shall we begin? Where to begin? Oh, where to begin? Oh, where Oh, where, oh, where do we begin? Well, let's begin by telling you what happened. However, mind you, what happened Saturday night? I was watching the football game between the Raiders and, of course, the Dolphins when I got a phone call out of the blue from a very good friend of mine, a very, very, very good friend of mine. And at first, I thought he was joking. I thought he was kidding. I thought, this is all a prank. This is just something made up. This is just totally not true. Unfortunately, shortly thereafter, we did not find, we found out that basically it was true. And it wasn't a joke. And it wasn't a prank or anything of that nature. John Huber, Luke Harper, age 41, left a wife and two children. And he left us too soon. Especially considering what this year has been like. The year, as I describe it, from hell. Because it has been a hellish year, to say the least. Because we have lost so many big names this year. And we'll talk about those, I'm sure, here in just a little bit. However. And I'll say by raw recap, however, if it's okay with you guys, maybe to Thursday. I'm going to be on for a little bit, just a little bit on Thursday. Not a lot, but a little bit on Thursday night. So I'll give you my thoughts then, if it's okay. But I do want to talk about John Moxley, the person, tonight more than anything, rather than give my raw recap, if I could. John Huber, although none of us knew him, however, was a very respectable wrestler. Teacher, mentor, father, husband, brother, friend colleague, whatever you want to call him. And after we heard the news, however, we did not want to believe it. We couldn't believe what we were hearing. We didn't even think it was all true. But alas, it was all true. And like I said, we found out it was all true. What WWE did last night my opinion, was absolutely despicable beyond words. 
put a picture of the man up there. You had Luke Harper. Excuse me, not Luke Harper. You had Tom Phillips. You had Drew McIntyre and Alexa Bliss. However, pay tribute to the man. And even some other people did too. If you go back and watch Raw Talk, you'll see what Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods did on the post-show. You saw that at one point, Xavier tribute, paid tribute to him in the match in the eight-person tag with a clothesline, and now we know what Natty's going to be doing. As she's already said, however, she plans on giving, now paying tribute to Brody Lee in her own way by going with the new finisher, developing a new finisher in honor of him, which is very classy. But what WWE did last night was beyond despicable. You could have gone and had the superstars come out pay tribute to him. You could have had a 10-bell salute. Did you do that? No, you didn't. And why didn't you do it? Because you got a senile, racist, narcissist, bigoted, womanizing, arrogant piece of shit running the company. I'm not afraid to say shit. Because last night, he totally, not only shit on his fellow workers, boys and the men and women in the back, but he shit on the business again as a whole. And does he care? No. Not at all. He cares about people basically stroking his cock and sucking his cock and his balls and tickling his anus having their heads up their ass and having people suck his ass, get ahead, and just make more money. Here's the thing. Ryback, Ryan Reeves, however, if you will, did say something about him a while back, a few days back, about him not being the best of health. And I hate to say this, however, but you know what, however, I would not be surprised, however, that possibly within the next year, I hate to say it, however, we could be losing him too. Very true story, however, that what Ryback said earlier, however. Like I said, if this is indeed true. If it is indeed true, however, then hopefully he can uh, basically, however, like I said, get try to recover. Get better and hopefully recover soon. And if it's all stunned and employed, then that's absolutely ridiculous. And it's embarrassing. And a joke. But no, Vince. The joke was on you. The joke was on you last night because you made this show an absolute appalling. And what's more, let's talk about the end that Justin just brought up. The whole ending with Bray Wyatt, or excuse me, Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. WWE said they want to go darker, edgier, more risque. Guess what? Last night we may have seen the first of that, however, mind you, and then some. And is it going to work and will it work? Time will tell. All I can say is this. After what I saw last night, not only is the WWE absolutely showing their true colors by being a bunch of Narcissist, arrogant, and totally 
soulless and spineless and gutless bitches, but they also went way beyond uh, anything. And when I say that, however, WWE should issue, and they won't do it, of course, formal apology to their fans for what they did saw at the end of the show last night. This was the first time we had seen something this disturbing in a long, long time. But you know what? Are they going to apologize for it? No. They're not going to apologize for it. Right now, if I'm USA Network, I've said this many times over the last few weeks, I'm going to say it again. I would pull WWE Raw right now off the air. But good. What they did last night was absolutely horrifying, disturbing, surprising, and totally classless. Every sense of the word. Do they care? Hell no. So I'm going to wrap it up by saying this real quick. So Pins, I hope you're happy you got your 15 minutes of fame once again last night. Because by the end of the night, however, you saw what happened. We haven't seen the ratings just yet. That's still coming eventually. So we just don't want that too. But I will say this. <laughs> All I know is all I know is this, Vince. As Karen Crossway says, TikTok, TikTok time is up. Your time has been up for a long time. So here is a New Year's resolution for you. You see now, racist, bigoted, heartless, soulless, jackass bastard. Go fucking away. Go right in hell. I don't think the words could be any truer there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, and JD will will have some more insight about what happened with Raw here, of course, uh, Thursday night on uh, on NWO Wolfpack. Uh, just to give you, of course, a couple of quick uh, couple of quick updates here. Of course, as you know, here ever since uh, ever since before Christmas here, we what we have what we I have set up here. Is of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, per of course the um, per the match that that uh, we had uh, the the number one contenders match we had just recently. Of course, um, we do have of course the post up uh, with John defending the UFC US World Heavyweight Title against the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the NXT US Heritage Cup Championship uh, pole match between the new champion, the human suplex machine, John Gross, taking on both the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, just to give you, of course, an update on that, um, if we do have anything right here, anything right here available, of course, I did post this to Saturday after. Saturday after Christmas. Uh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot has really changed with this. Uh, but the Heritage Cup Championship matchup here, John is still holding on to the lead right now in the votes. Uh, he currently has three votes. The Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds has two votes. JD, you need to start rallying some. You do not have any. So you need to get some rallied up here. 
try to go after that title. Uh, and also, of course, the UFC US heavyweight uh, uh, championship match here. Uh, currently, right now, there has only been one vote posted so far. Uh, John is is current, currently has that vote over over Justin. Justin, I highly recommend that you need to rally some votes for that one right there here too, in order to get have your opportunity to try to dethrone John from that belt. So you so it's on the pay per view prediction center page if you want to check that out. Also, of course, as you know here, folks. Uh, as you as you also know here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, back on Christmas Eve, late Christmas Eve night, um, of course, um, since we did take a hiatus from NWO Wolfpack, um, I did create a poll right here for the new WCWS Grapple Mania Championship. Oh, wait, that's right. I'm I, Justin, I didn't, I didn't hear you. Sir. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Oh, um, on your page, I, I can't because um, um, I've been blocked for 30 days. Oh, that's right. Well, well, I mean, we, uh, well, like I said, I mean, like I said, like I said, just through several days, people, somebody might end up voting for you, end up uh, voting here for you. We'll, uh, um, we may try to post something in the chat box, possibly do so anyway here um Thanks. as far as as far as the uh, of course is concerned as, as as we said of course we did post of course um i believe we have like 20 people of course involved in this um with of course the highest number of votes the highest the highest number of votes of course becoming the new grapple mania champion Second and third place in that voting, of course, will become the new Grapple Mania Tag Team Champions. Uh, this one has not moved that far either, ladies and gentlemen, as Jordan Stoplis right now currently has four votes in his stable, followed by Kevin O'Sullivan and Anthony Chobot right now with one vote apiece. And, no, and nobody else currently has any votes at all, which, of course, is including John May, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, Samuel McAllister, Antonio Gutierrez, of course, Justin, also the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, uh, also uh, uh, Alayla Peters, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Loose Cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, uh, Jordan Valentine, uh, the Cowboy, Clinton James Smith, uh, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, Danny from Oak Park, UJD, as well as, of course, Eddie Garza, as well as Big Diesel Gregory Corner. Uh, nobody else, of course, has got any other votes from, uh, like I said, from John May down. But like I said, there's still time to do so here. We will announce the winners of this also on Friday's edition of Revolution, the first, the first revolution of 2021. So be sure to, of course, like I said, get your votes in for that. It is on the WCWS pay-per-view prediction center page about midway down. If you if you care to, of course, post. Get your votes in for those here, uh, here today. There's still plenty of time to do that here between now and before, and before this Friday. So be sure to check that out. John also mentioned something about here um, that he did mention one interesting point about. Of course, as you know, Brody Lee passed away. He was 41 when he did. 
he actually mentions that Brody Lee and Bruiser Brody both passed away at the same age because Bruiser Brody was 41 when he passed. When he passed away, of course, in July of 1988. And John also says it's like we keep losing a lot of big names in wrestling, also comedians and musicians as well. This year, you just had to sit around and wonder what next year's going to bring us. Vince, how are you going to continue to ruin people's lives? How are you going? How are you going to continue this arrogance? Because December 15, 1997, you said this. Every one of us fans were having our intelligence insulted, and guess what? Our intelligence is insulted again because of you. Of course, of course, John once again brings up, of course, it started on May 23, 1999. Over the edge, of course, it's hit with our own heart. Uh, 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 so John is saying, obviously, the that he hired somebody to probably rig that rig that device to uh, own heart to fall that that amount of feet and everything. Um, of course, also the Montreal screw job, nineteen and then, of course, June 25th, 2007, of course, what happened, what happened in Georgia when he, John believes Vince killed Chris, Nancy, and Daniel. Uh, and then, of course, like I said, wash your hands of this and talk about rid of the blood and the violence, etc. And say, let's make Raw three hours long so we can make the talent great. But you didn't make the talent great. And how did you, you repay it? was like seeing a Dean Ambrose, Emma, Cody Rhodes, Goldust, Rusev, Rowan, Enzo, and Cass, AJ, Swagger, Ryback, Evan Bourne, Neville, Ty Dillinger, The Revival, Zack Ryder, Alberto Del Rio, Namius, Darren Young, Selena Vega, Heath Slater, and of course you want to know why you did that. They had a lot of talent. Of course, CM Punk was the champion for 434 days. Stripped them of the title. Game is WrestleMania main event. Chris Jericho took him out of WCW 1999, made him a bigger star by winning the undisputed consecutive world heavyweight title reigns. But what did you do to him, Vince? Screwed him out of his universal title match with Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 33. Goldberg for that broadcast could be a part of four days. Also, Dean Ambrose as well. You let him be a champion and let me miss the bank. And what did you do when he lost the title? Him the Intercontinental title, and then you turn him away from the Shield. That's why he's in AEW. Alberto Del Rio, the title in the World Heavyweight Did you do anything for him? No. Of course, Cody Rhodes, he didn't get his main event. He, did he get his main event pushed away to WWE title? No, because he's too small. Well, Vince, you, they had time, but what you do, you do, what you, do you, Kevin Dutch, you never believed in their talent. You continue. From the old from the, from the network to rewrite stuff, whether it be WCW from 87 88, WCW 99 2001, Attitude Era, ECW, and all the other wrestling promotions because it's your because it's your uh, passion for it. You're getting people Bailey, The Miz, Corbin, R Truth, Charlotte Flair, Nia Jack, Shannon Baszler, Brock Lesnar, and half the talent to Red Carpet, Worst Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, Jeff Hart, Rudolph Brostrom, and the Street Profits. Houston, Otis, Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, Kevin Owens, all, all the others. It's like in catering, enjoying Titus O'Neil's. Well, Vince, your judgment day is coming. 
go to court for murder, abuse, racism, racism drugs, cheating, etc. And then Karen Noble, nobody will save you when you, Dunn, and Pritchard are all found guilty. <clears throat> of course, John says you also not have an affair with a woman. Okay. <laughs> I think we all know where John is going with this. You will have an affair with a big, tall African American man named Big Buck. Oh, dear God. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. John, I think we get the point there, bud. I think we will be waiting for you and he will get you for for your crimes. Yeah. So, Vinci, better not drop the soap in that prison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course, and of course, JD, you, you better be careful there, too, because you don't want to drop the soap either. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because Bubba will get you and your friend Trump, too. Oh, dear God. Okay. I was, I, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how John planner john can make it but he makes a plane all the time here folks but vince you better step step up or else you would you, you or or else not one but two words will be heard from you in the news impeachment and resignation yeah well, i truly believe that john i believe there folks indeed one six zero five five six two zero four 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 caller ID one three eight zero five five pound episode nine hundred and thirty of WCWS Revolution. Of course, it is ten fifteen p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw alongside the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming here with you here this evening. George uh, John says, "So Vince, or should I say, Karen?" You better keep it up because you may not have much time. And that's when your empire dies. That's the day AEW rules the world and takes WWE away from you. Well put, John. Well put indeed. Thank you. Coming up, to, coming, up think- com, coming up tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on one second. Just coming, coming up here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, of course, in the radio network. Don't forget at 6.30. We'll have, of course, the final outside the ropes of 2020, as I will be bringing you, of course, <clears throat> of course, like I said, uh, pop culture news and views, of course, of 411 Mania. Also, some pop culture history and birthdays, of course, here as well. As well as, of course, bringing you some wrestling news tidbits, of course, to get you set for tomorrow night's revolution. Uh, 141387-pound. Be sure to, of course, check that out here as well. Uh, I did also happen to notice here as well that tonight's edition of WCWS Wrestling Revisited was moved to tomorrow night. Um, and we're going to have to probably reset the time of that because it looks like, our, of course, our, uh, the loose cannon Shaquille Cole Sebas did not realize that that's going to come right while I'm hosting the ropes. So we're going to have to kind of change the timing on that. So uh, we'll have to get to him, of course, here some time on it. But he is going to be taking care of wrestling revisited, of course, tomorrow. So uh, 139-926. But then, of course, at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, episode 931 of WCWS Revolution. Of course, news and views, history and verse. We will also, we will also of course, 
course, the, any results that we have coming in for both AEW Dynamite and NXT. <clears throat> Plus also some, of course, wrestling news tips. General definitely bring all that here to you. Of course, here, 138055-pound, of course, coming up uh, tomorrow night, of course, right here in the radio network on TalkShoe.com. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, John, John is not back off here. He, he apparently still has something to say. So then we continue talking what he's saying here. And then when your empire dies, that's the day AEW rules the world and WWE away from you. And AEW give all the WWE superstars the talent that they, that they rightfully deserve. Last warning in 2021, Vince, because you do not want to go to the road. And if you, Vince, are not in good health by then, I will have no sympathy when they bury you. I will have no choice but to whip out my guess. I'm pulling a Brian Pillman and pissing all over your grave. And John says that he is done. Okay. Uh, well, I could, well, you know, John's very passionate about that. So, I mean, hey, anything is, anything is possible. We know you're joking. But, but anyway, if anyone, ladies and gentlemen, um, and I, as much as I don't want to bring this up on the air, I'm just going to go ahead and bring it up now. I know, John, you and Justin maybe are a little bit more closer to Shaq. If you can please let him know that he has outside the ropes scheduled to go on at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. I mean, Wrestling Revisited set up for 7 o'clock tomorrow night. He is going to actually cut in with my episode of Outside the Ropes if he does that. So tell him that if he wants to do that, he's going to have to do it before 6.30 or he's going to have to do it after 7.30. Because apparently he must not realize that that two people cannot be under the same account and host that show, to host anything on, on talk show. So please, someone, let Shaq know of this message. And if he still is not, if he still is not clear with it, tell him just to message me, and I will tell him. So if anyone... If anyone talks to Shaq, I'll tell you what, let's do this. If anyone talks to Shaq tomorrow, tell him to message me and I'll explain it to him. Because two shows under, he can't be under my account if I am. That's why I keep, that's why I can't keep posting. That's why I can't, that, that no more, that, that, that that's why only one per, one person can use the one account at the same day. <clears throat> so if y'all get what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, John says he does actually does not wish any harm on Vince, but Vince has built the company up. It's just sad to see how WWE is struggling. Well, John, I can understand it. I mean, I think JD and Justin would even agree with what you're saying. They're, WWE is, despite, you know, like I said, doing the, having the Thunderdome situation and everything, and, of course, this whole situation with this pandemic and everything like that. I'm sure WWE, just like any other company right now, just like any other entity, it is struggling right now. I think everybody can agree with that. I mean, uh, J.D., Justin, do you agree with that? Uh, I hope. You. Yeah, you know, I think I think um, um, WWE Network will be discontinued. They'll be like, uh, um, and AEW will have their own network called the AEW Network. 
I could see that happening. Well, AEW, AEW has gotten a good amount of content up. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't do it. And John's even saying that we can say for certain that SmackDown is doing its best. Of course, look at what it's doing. It actually got a good amount of viewers during this episode this past Friday on Christmas. Now, was I am, am I correct in saying? I'm sorry, Justin. Was I correct? Am I correct in saying that they actually taped the Christmas episode of SmackDown last week? They taped that. JD. Did they did they tape the Christmas episode down last week? Yeah, and they're going to go through live this week. However, night down on uh, Friday, New Year's night. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. But even for a taped episode, I mean, SmackDown got a lot of viewers on Friday night. But, uh, and you said you said well, you said they're going to do it again. No, they're going to be live this week, however, with uh, SmackDown on Friday night, New Year's night. And I do have an update on some college football to report. In the Valerio Alamo Bowl, we got Texas up on Colorado 14-7. to And in the Cheez-It Bowl earlier today, however, <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that. We had um, Oklahoma State beat Miami 37-34, while on Saturday we had these bowls happen. Louisiana beat Texas San Antonio in the first responder bowl, 31-24. We also had Georgia State beat Western Kentucky in the Lending Tree Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, however, 39-21. In the Cure Bowl, Coastal Carolina lost their first game of the season however, in overtime, 37-34. Tomorrow we got two bowl games going on, however. It will be the Dukes-Mayo Bowl at noon in Charlotte, however, Wake Forest versus Wisconsin. Oklahoma and Florida will be playing the Con Bowl tomorrow night. And then on Thursday we got, however, the, we have three bowl games. We were supposed to have four, but now it is not. The fourth one will not happen in Texas Bowl. However, between TCU and Arkansas, that has been canceled due to issues with TCU of the pandemic. So they will not be playing, if you will. So Thursday, we will have Tulsa, Mississippi State in the Armed Forces Bowl, the Arizona Bowl at 2 o'clock between Ball State and San Jose State, and West Virginia and Army to close out the night before we have a big day on Friday and Saturday. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, also coming to you live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, from the bathroom of Jared. <laughs> okay, JD uh, didn't find that funny. Although, um, and I've actually kind of got a little. Uh, favor here for JD here, and I am going. I am going. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see if I can. Before I before I say 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 anything, I'm going to see if I can find what I'm find what I'm talking about here. Uh. 
Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, just in case you were kind of curious as to what tonight's opening theme was for 930 of Revolution, it was the it was the original WWF primetime wrestling theme that was played between 1992 and 1993. Um, so if anyone, so anyone does remember that right there, there have been already been a lot of, and this was just uploaded yesterday on on YouTube, but yet it has, it has gotten a whole bunch of good had gotten a bunch of good responses. Uh, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is something I'm definitely going to bite my tongue on. But I think I'm going to. I think this is something that I'm going to do as appreciation. I will aim this as an appreciation towards JD. And he is probably going to get a good laugh out of this whenever. Um, and hopefully it will pop up here in just a minute here. Because my computer has had a, a couple of issues here. Um, and JD, this is for you, my man, once it pops up. That was that was for you, my man. And then there's this one. You're gonna like this one. However, hold on. Yeah. 
Let me put this one on. All right, hold on a second. Okay, here we go. Okay, hold on a second. Here it is. For both Cleveland and Loretta. Oh my God! What are you doing? What's wrong with you? What the hell, man? What the hell did you? What the hell's your problem? My friend, my friend. What? You've been kicked in the nuts. No way. You're gonna be on TV. Oh, sweet. Very nice, JD, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, while we have a few moments here, um, I'd like to like ask uh, um, Justin if he would not mind here for just a few moments here. Uh, pull up, of course, uh, any additional history and birthdays that he has, of course, uh, lined up here. And uh, <clears throat> and then, of course, uh, afterwards, I'll, in other words, after he gets done with that, JD, you and Justin can talk about uh, – uh, some other things here as well. I do have to step away from 930 of Revolution for just one second. I will return here momentarily, ladies and gentlemen. Here is, of course, some additional history and birthdays here for December 29th here, courtesy of the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Uh, please proceed, Justin. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, 40 years ago today, and um, WWE hosted um, Madison, a house show in Madison Square Garden in New York City, where it was called the WWF World Wrestling Federation. Um, Yoshaki Yatsu defeated Jose Estrada. Sika of the Wild Samoans defeated Saji Sakaguchi in a time in a draw. Tatsumi Fujinami defeated Don Diamond to retain the WWE, um, um, to, uh, retire, I think, retain or, um, beat him or for the WWF Junior Heavyweight title. Hulk Hogan defeated Dominic DiNucci. Bob Backlund defeated Killer Khan to retain the WWF title. Rick DeMal Martel and Tony Garita defeated um, the Moondogs, King and Rex for the WWF Tag Team titles. Antonio Inuki defeated Bobby Duncan for the WWF Martial Arts title. Joyce Grable and the Fabulous Moolah defeated Candy Malloy and Peggy Lee. Pedro Morales defeated the Hangman to retain the Intercontinental title. And the Pat Passion guy, Rissa Soul, defeated Pat Ken Patera in an ODQ. 30 years ago today, uh, let's see. 30 years ago today, the uh, the Nasty Boys make their WWE, um, 30 years ago today in WWE history, the Nasty Boys make their WWF debut on WWF Superstars in the final the final show of 1990 defeating um let's see hold on let me check this out 
Yeah, the yeah the Nasty Boys make their WWF debut after um leaving WCW, um defeating Jobbers Jim Evans and Sonny Blaze on the final uh, edition of WWF Superstars of 1990. It, I, yeah, Jim Evans and Sonny Blaze. Yeah, that's it. And 20 years ago today, um, two movies were released in theaters nationwide. The Claim, starring Mila Jovic of, from the movie Resident Evil. Wes Bentley, Natasha Kinsky. And Shadow of the Vampire, starring John Malkovich and Willem Dafoe. And then today is a happy... Today is a happy 59th. Um, today is a happy. See, today is a yeah, JD. Yeah, JD. I know you know. I know you know who this man is. Um, today is the happy 60, 60th birthday of Mark Madden. Yep, the jackass of Pittsburgh. He may know his hockey and, of course, the former WCW commentator, and he's a complete buffoon, let's just say. And, by the way, he has no nuts at all. Yeah, he was here. Yeah, he's a Pittsburgh native, like you. Yeah, he's not far from my neck, though. I do have some other birthdays to report, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Happy birthday, of course, goes out to Mike Lucci, formerly of the Detroit Tigers, Lions, and Cleveland Browns, drafted in the fifth round, pick 69 row, born in Ambridge, PA, about 20 minutes away from my neck of the woods, however. He divides his home between Michigan and Palm Beach County, Florida, however. He made one Pro Bowl, and today, of course, is a happy birthday, of course, to, of course, ladies and gentlemen, however, to former Green Bay Packers superstar Ray Nitschke, who passed away in 1998, however, born in Elmwood Park, Illinois. Today, he would have been, however, whoops, oh, I had it for a second there, sorry about that, 84 years old, believe it or not. The former Packer, of course, is a two-time champion, five-time NFL champion, Pro Bowler 64, 25 picks, however, 385 reception, interceptions, two touchdowns, Drafted in the third round, pick 36 after attending the Fighting Illini and attending Maywood, Illinois East High School. Remember the 50th anniversary, 75th and all-decade team, however. 60s are Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame. Five-time second-team All-Pro, 62, 63, 65, 67, 69. Pro Bowler, 69, 11-time first-team All-Pro. And also started in the movie, believe it or not, however. The longest yard as Bodansky, however, which Burt Reynolds threw the football right as nuts, if you will. No pun intended, however, in the original movie, The Longest Yard. So, mm. birthday to those two guys today. <sighs> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry about that here, ladies and gentlemen. We're back here now. Uh, episode 930 of Revolution right here. Uh, <clears throat> as Larry the Cable Guy did say one time, I had to take the Browns to the ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, uh, Justin, thank you very much here, sir, for providing the additional uh, history and birthdays here, ladies and gentlemen. You can check out some of Justin's postings, of course, 
on the page, or as we said, of course, he is the general manager of our page, WCWS Fan Empire, of course, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Appreciation. If you want to check out uh, Justin's, uh, Justin's very elite and unique. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. Elite and unique uh, postings, of course. Every single day here, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we thank you very much, sir, Justin, there indeed. Uh, well, JD actually threw out he threw out some his some of his thoughts and opinions, of course, um, on the um, on the late Brody Lee here. Um, of course, JD does want to add something to it. He can. Let me ask everybody else here about some. Uh, of course, as we did say, of course, as you, as we did lose this five superstar, of course, this past weekend. Justin, let me get your let me get some of your personal thoughts here about uh, uh, Brody Lee, of course, uh, also known as Luke Harper. I mean, from any any matches he had, of course, in WWE, AEW, um, anything that really stood out in your opinion about uh, about this about this superstar. Um, I remember he had um, he, he had a fight with uh, he was in a fight with Eric Rowan, and uh, and like I remember like uh, not too long ago he in AEW he um he attacked Cody Rhodes' wife um um Brandy, and um his hat, I, I I I mean. It was it was a shocker. I had no idea um, he had like a some kind of lung disease and very very tragic and, and he kept it quiet and, it, and kept it quiet and it's just shocking. I mean, I'm very shocked and he'll be very missed dearly. God rest his soul and my thoughts go out to his family. Very well put, Justin. Thank you very much. John John says here, great athlete, great entertainer, great gimmick. One of his, but he had he had some two. John John's top mentions a couple of his unique encounters. One, of course, is Luke Harper in the WWE, of course, against Dolph Ziggler. I'm sure I think that's where he picked up the Intercontinental Title was, of course, during his situation with Dolph Ziggler. And also, of course, in AEW with Cody, of course, in the dog collar match, of course, has been compared to the match between the late Roddy Roddy Piper and also Greg the Hammer Valentine from 1983. Yeah. Very uniquely said there, John. You know what? I'll call uh, right JD, back. JD, anything I... else? Okay. I have another call to take up. I'm sorry, but I'll call right back, guys. Okay, no problem. All right, thank you. All right. We'll be, we'll be right back. Uh, but in the meantime here, uh, let me, I'll, I'll throw out a few little things here and there. This, this superstar was truly, truly unique. Uh, of course, when we first saw him pop up here, obviously as Luke Harper, a member of the Wyatt family, uh, very, uh, of course, very, very, very gothic and everything of that nature. Uh, and how, of course, some of the battles they had, especially with a lot of former ECW guys and 
even after the Wyatt family did break up, of course, obviously he kind of aligned himself with uh, superstars in the authority, I think around 2014 and was involved in that big match, which, in which we saw during that match, we saw the debut of course of sting and WWE finally, uh, course, obviously, John did mention, of course, obviously, the match he had with uh, Dolph Ziggler. Of course, obviously, that's where he picked up the Intercontinental title uh, and held it for a short time. And battles that he, the battles that him and Dolph had, I think, over that belt was big time, at least. And of course, once again, pairing up with uh, Eric Rowan. Um, <clears throat> and of course, as the, the Bludgeon Brothers, of course, obviously, picking up the tag team titles, holding them. For a, for a good period of time, and then uh, after after after, of course, that run came 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 to to tuition. Obviously, um, I think he I don't know if it was he or Rowan got got injured. Uh, nice one, Justin. Uh, but uh, of course, obviously, he popped up once again in AEW, and of course, uh, a lot of people were speculating about who was going to be leading the Dark Order. Of course, after shortly after AEW started, of course, becoming a big time thing, and obviously it turned out it turned out to be turned out to be, of course, Luke Harper. Of course, he was now being called Brody Lee, and of course, obviously he was doing these things in which he was uh, he was uh, being, of course, compared to AEW's version of Vince McMahon, and of course he had some good battles there, especially, of course, the most recent one, obviously, was the match. Uh, which he did get a chance to hold the TNT championship, of course, in his uh, feud going with uh, Cody Rhodes. Of course, Cody did win that belt back from here just recently. Uh, I think it was back in October, I think it was, sometime when they had that encounter. Uh, a truly unique superstar, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, regardless of where he wrestled at. I mean, it, it, over the weekend, of course, I I read a boatload of 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 tributes. I mean, from current WWE superstars, former WWE superstars, current AEW superstars, current Impact superstars, current independent superstars that this man, of course, like I said, had a chance to wrestle against, wrestle with, give advice to, and. You know, showed showed you know like taking on a very personal level as far as we're showing him how to be like uh, you know you know by by of course his personal life of course is a great husband and father. Um, you know, he truly was an inspiration to of course so many up and comers of course in wrestling and those who've been around wrestling for a long time even was a good was a good inspiration here of course to say the least. And obviously, of course, uh, the, man, the man we know knew was Luke Harper and Brody Lee. Of course, like I said, John Huber, you know, gone as they say, gone way too soon. Of course, a lot of super, a lot of wrestlers, of course, are still around here to this. Of course, very some of them are still around to this very day who are no longer wrestling. Of course, obviously, guys like uh, Sting and Hogan and Flair and. Uh, Bret Hart. I mean, there's Steve Austin. I mean, there's not a whole lot of guys left who are that, that of course, that did not, that, that we didn't know, know lose before the age of 50. But sadly, of course, we did lose, unfortunately, we did lose another one that was, 
<clears throat> right before, of course, beforehand. So, but of course, as J Justin, I think, pretty much put it best. I mean, he will be truly missed. Our condolences, of course, here in the WCWS radio network and WCWS in general, of course, go out to his family, his friends, and many, many fans. Because he, he had, he, I'm sure he had a lot of supporters. He had a lot of fans, regardless of if he was a, if he was a heel or if he was a babyface. I think he was mostly more heel than he was anything. But still, he was still a great compared, great person outside of the ring. You heard a lot of testimonials of that in a lot of these tributes that we've had come in. We had come in over the weekend. There is no doubt, of course, in my mind, ladies and gentlemen, there will never be another superstar like John Huber. Of course, like I said, the man that we knew as Luke Harper and also as Brody Lee. Uh, he will be, of course, sadly missed. He will be truly missed. And, of course, like we said, may he, may he of course, like I said, uh, rest in peace. And, of course, now safely say, ladies and gentlemen, we have not considered him as a member of, of course, of what we refer to as the Heaven Wrestling Federation. And, of course, Captain Dave Spieler has been overseeing that group here for us, and he has actually posted several things in, uh, in, in the Heaven Wrestling Federation group page talking about, of course, Brody Lee as well. So I do thank him for, of course, posting things on there as well. As we said, of course, many of our folks here in WWS, including the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, uh, the King of Clubs, Mint Patel, the Loose Cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, uh, Danny from Oak Park. I mean, several of our people, of course, have been posting a lot of def a whole lot of uh, – a whole lot of things, of course, uh, on all of our pages here, of course, talking about this, about how great the superstar, you know, how, um, a lot of great, a lot of great stuff here. Even, of course, AEW deciding not to do their New Year's thing and pushing that back until I think next week, I believe, is what I'm hearing and was hearing about that. And Sarah is going to be doing like a tribute show to Brody Lee, which. Which I thought that was, I thought that was truly 100. I thought that was 100 truly unique. So, <clears throat> but uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, this man right here should his his career, while it may not be, you know, I mean, he was a big superstar, and I'm granted maybe not as big as, you know, of a career like like we talked about here with. Guys like Bret Hart, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, um, Sting, The Undertaker. I mean, but still, nevertheless, he made his mark in wrestling. And we cannot deny that at all whatsoever, regardless of what he did, you know, and where and where and where it was that he made that mark in. It makes, it makes no difference. He competed, and he competed quite well. So... Our thoughts and prayers once again go out to his family and his friends and his fans here. <clears throat> uh, of course, here all around the wrestling world here. Even uh, here, indeed. Of course, as we all we do know, ladies and gentlemen, is that he did pass away from a lung issue. But we have no idea as to what exactly. Uh, but they did at least one thing, of course, it was, it was not. Anything related to the pandemic, 
which of course that is also I mean it's sad to lose someone but of course it's even it's even much sadder to someone to of course this pandemic which has plagued us here of course ever since the beginning of, of 2020 which is the reason why this year has been a year of misery for so many people it's because of this pandemic so <clears throat> Again, our thoughts and prayers to his family here tonight. Also coming up here Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, I want to throw this out real fast as well. Uh, we will have a court debate at 7 o'clock, 139-925-pound. Of course, the loose cannon should kill Cole Cephas and the NWO of Madness Kingdom. We'll be talking about a lot of stuff on the, on the debate floor, of course, including Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT, uh, also, of course, obviously there'll be some discussion here about the passing of Brody Lee, and of course a bunch of other little, a bunch of, a, a few other little uh, in tidbits, of course, here in um, in throughout the wrestling world. So be sure to check out Wrestling Debate Thursday night at seven o'clock, one three nine nine two five pound, of course, here on on Talk Show, and also as NWO Wolfpack episode two eighty four. Of course, it will NWO Wolfpack returns. Of course, this Thursday night here, of course, uh, December 31st at nine o'clock, one three eight five two one pound. As we give you, of course, our news and views, history and birthdays, plus also give you our personal thoughts and opinions as to what will happen tomorrow night with AEW and NXT, plus also some other talks talk here about everything, a lot, a lot of other topics going on here in the wrestling world. Be sure to listen to episode 284 of NWO Wolfpack, of course, here this Thursday night at 9 o'clock. Of course, right here, one right here in the radio network, of course, right here on talkshoe.com. <clears throat> 10.51 p.m. Eastern Time, ladies and gentlemen. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. <clears throat> episode, of course, 930 of... Revolution here tonight here. Uh, this is, of course, Tuesday, December 29, 2020. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, of course, we now right now have the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, here with you. The Iceman, Jeremy Geralmo, had to step away for a moment, but he should be back here, of course, in just a few minutes. One birthday on a personal note here, I forgot to mention here, of course, happy birthday today to my sister. I will not say her age. I have a lot. She's my big sister, and I'm not going. To, I'm not going. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to go that far, because I have a lot of love and respect for her. So, happy birthday, sis! From your little, from your, and yes, John and Justin probably going to get a smile out of this. Happy birthday from your baby brother. <laughs> so there you go. Yes, I, I said it. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, and John thought that was cute. Yeah, John. It, <laughs> yeah. Yes. But uh, but of course, like I said, but like I said, when you have love, see, that's one thing that's truly missing right now is that love and I'm sure John has love and respect for his family. Justin, I'm sure you have love and respect for yours. JD has love and respect for his. I do. You know, ML there you go. MLD, of course, obviously has said, of course, obviously, and you remember when her mother 
had the uh, had the knee surgery. Uh, she stayed, but she stayed by her mom, of course, every step of the way. That shows right there true family unity right there. So I mean, like I said, it's not dead, ladies and gentlemen. There's just not enough of it, in my own personal opinion. So we need we need to have more of that here, of course, through some time here down the road. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Uh, of course, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, I would not be amiss if we did not mention anything on a political level. Obviously, of course, ladies and gentlemen, one light at the end of the tunnel in all this situation involving this, what they call the stimulus talks is that people are going to get another stimulus check, but unfortunately it's not going to be as much as the, as the last one we did, did, did receive. Obviously the president was, was pushing to try to get more monies in for the American people, and apparently one side of the coin here um, apparently did not want to, did not uh, really agree with it, and of course, and obviously, in a true act of defiance, did not uh, did not follow through with that. Uh, however, he did over the weekend. He did sign the bill, and I did even hear something about it as early as possibly tomorrow. Uh, people. Uh, the American people may start getting this, may start getting this check, which I'm sad to say, ladies and gentlemen. While it is a step in the right direction, I will give it that. We don't know how long that's going to. We don't know how long that's going to last, and folks are going to do what they can to try to make it last. But apparently, they've only agreed to do six hundred dollars. which is half of what they did back in March. And the president was even pushing to try to have, to try to help to try to get the American people $2,000. But now we may have, and then of course they said that there may be a possibility that that might happen, but it may not happen until next month, which would be of course, January. So we don't know. And of course, if, we, if even we have to wait until the new, until, Joe Biden takes office, but I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but of course, what happens with that. But obviously, of course, they could push all these other things, and yet for some odd reason, they can't push this. They've been debating for months. The American people need the help. Some people, some people have agreed, some people have not. And, and the only reason why some people did not agree with because, like I said, they don't have to worry about how they're going to live their lives and all that because, obviously, because, obviously, ladies, because, obviously, of course, folks, they, they, they feel that they haven't made. Uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, said he's getting ready to leave out for the night. So he'll be back on, of course, tomorrow on 931 of Revolution. John, thank you very much, sir. Sir, we'll talk at you here, of course, a little bit. We'll talk at you, of course, uh, tomorrow night, of course, on Revolution.
Like we said, ladies and gentlemen, $600 is a step in the right direction. Um, however, of course, as I said, it is not it is not truly what the American people need. They need more. And of course, like I said, until this whole situation, until they start seeing what this vaccine is going to do <clears throat> to, to of course, to try to put down the uh, to put down the effects of this of this virus. A lot of people don't know how they're going to. Some people don't even know how they're going to live. Some folks may be on the verge of probably getting kicked out of their homes. In which I think we've even heard that part of this thing that was signed by President Trump that they came up with before Christmas was the fact that they've decided to add another eviction, what they call an eviction moratorium, which pretty much means that they've given folks, of course, more time to try to, of course, come up with to come up with the monies to uh, come up with the monies to uh, like it. Like I said, to pay their rent, and I think a couple other little things here as well. But of course, obviously, here, folks, this is going to be. This is all, all I can simply just call this here, folks. Is a step in is, is a step in the right direction. But until we know for certain about if there's going to be anything else done, I mean. Some people even speculate that $600 is probably, for a lot of people, that money is probably going to be gone the minute they get it, the minute they get it in the bank. The minute they receive that check in the mail, that check is pretty much spent. So a lot of folks don't know what they're going to be able to do, how they're going to be able to live. That's why I think Trump was trying to push this. And obviously, of course, some people feel that it was not some people thought it was not necessary and obviously of course one side of the table felt that it was but of course another side being that's being led by some by some and i'll even refer to it on the air some douchebag named mitch mcconnell felt that it was not so and even some people in his own party even felt that it was important so why and, and again, ladies and gentlemen, how in the world he got reelected back back into the Senate? I have no idea why, but I'm sure he probably paid people off in order to try to stay in office. But all I gotta say here is, is like I said, you know, if he's going to be be around another four years and all that, he's going to a have to get learn to get to, to work alongside President Biden, and number two, like I said. That, that the only thing that could possibly happen to him to ever probably get him away, away from the sins that if he ends up if he ends up dying, and of course I'm not wishing any I'm not wishing anything like that upon anyone. But like I said, I, mean, I don't think anything's going to be able to pull him away from that from, from that spot. I mean, 
We'll just we'll have to wait and see. But of course, obviously, with what what else happens right here, I do see that the Iceman Jared DiGiromo has returned right here, folks. Um, I know JD. I was, we were talking about the deal with Brody Lee here, but there was one thing I wanted to bring up here, and I'm sure you've obviously, of course, have heard this as well. That apparently, of course, the thing that they passed before Christmas trying to get some sort of money in the hands of the American people. Of course, obviously it didn't seem like it's going to be that much. Um, and even, of course, even our beloved president was trying to even trying to push to get a little okay. bit more, but they turned him down on, on, on that here. Um, I mean, by the time people receive this money, it's already going to be spent, in my personal opinion. I mean, anything you guys say about this? Oh, yeah, I do have quite a bit to say, and I will say it here and now, and I'm going to get out, and I'm going to say my piece, and then I will come back, of course. Hopefully, if not tomorrow night, definitely for Thursday night, though, for New Year's Eve, you'll definitely want to hear from me then. I will have a lot to talk about as far as AEW and NXT goes. Um, let me just say this. We talked about, we have talked about the jackass all year, and the jackass continues to just continue to make a stink wherever he goes. He finally signs the bill, however, basically, however, and now says how everything's fine, how everything's hunky-dory, however. Well, guess what? How long did it take you to sign the damn bill? Seriously, why don't you tell us there, douchebag Donald, along with your boyfriend Moscow, moron Mitch McConnell, and that's one person who I am really ready to sink my, uh, let's just say, teeth into and literally bite the uh, neck and maybe anything else, however I can, about this idiot. This guy is a total jackass buffoon an idiot total idiot mm -hmm. so you know what how as they always say sometimes how you reap what you sow however but at the end of the day however it turns out however you're going to pay for your uh well, let's just say pay for whatever however but uh it is what it is but uh i will have a lot more to discuss on uh like i said thursday hopefully we also have sometime Thursday. I'm going to try talking to Shaq about this as well. We might have a very special afternoon edition. We don't know yet, but we're still going to talk about that. i got to talk with Shaq about this. But maybe Justin, myself, uh, Mitt, along with uh, anyone else, we will have the final sports machine of 2020 and talk about some of the big games coming up this week, including the final regular season NFL week, however, if you will, plus possibly some of the college bowl game previews. I look back at AEW and NXT, the final Wednesday night war show of 2020, and what we are looking to head forward to in 2021. We don't know when we're going to do it, but we'll keep you up to date with that, however. So I will talk at you guys, if not tomorrow, then definitely sometime Thursday. I'll keep you in the loop if I'm going to be around. Either one of those is there. I should be around, but I'll let you all go. So on that note, I will see okay. you guys later. Okay, uh, JD. Before you leave, sir, one quick thing I'd like to ask you: If you do talk to Shaq, yes, I'm wearing pants. The day, by the way, you can please. Okay. Yes. Well. Well. Thank God, because I don't think I can be a picture. <clears throat> um, and probably don't appreciate anything else. No. If you talk to Shaq, please have him to give to contact me sometime. Before yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll message him. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Indeed. JD, we'll talk at you here, of course. If not tomorrow, then on Thursday. Join us. For the New Year's Eve edition, I will let you know. I'll talk to you guys then. Appreciate it. Take care, JD. All right, JD. Yeah. All right.
On that note, okay, ladies and gentlemen, Justin, anything, sir, you wish to add before we close up shop? Um, I don't. Okay. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for joining us here tonight for episode 930 of WCWS Revolution. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and right here, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, for joining me here tonight, of course, for some big-time wrestling talk. And of course, some other and other other points of discussion here. Of course, here indeed. And remember, coming up tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, uh, outside the ropes, one four one three eight seven pound is six thirty. Um, the loose cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas, uh, from what to my understanding, did uh, did of course uh, reschedule uh, tonight's episode of Revisited for tomorrow. But we're going to have to get with him to try to reschedule the, the time that he does it because it, it appears, ladies and gentlemen, that he is, has re, has scheduled it for the for uh, for the same time that I am still on doing outside of the ropes. So we are going to have to try to get him to possibly alter that to see if he can maybe be able to do it after 7:30. But we'll try to get we'll we'll talk to him and see what he says here about that. But of course, I will also be on with 931 of Revolution tomorrow night, 138055 pound. <clears throat> As we talk about your news and views, history and birthdays. Also talking about the results of AEW and NXT, plus some other wrestling uh, the wrestling stories, of course, that are that come out here as well. Hopefully, we'll get to hear from a lot more folks here coming up, coming up here tomorrow uh, tomorrow night there as well. And also, we'll give you more, another update, of course, on the Grapple Mania title uh, title uh, pole match, as well as the UFC US World Heavyweight title match and the NXT US Heritage Cup Championship match. Of course, on the pay-per-view prediction center page, we'll give you updates on that. Of course, we have anything that has occurred. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, you have until before Friday evening, January the first, to do your to do any more voting. Of course, on these matches here, of course, here as well. So be sure to, of course, get your get your votes in. Of course, if you're not a member of the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page, it is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS PTC Central if you want to, of course, uh, check out that page. <clears throat> and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Revolution 930 is the broadcast of the WCWUS Radio Network right here, of course, on talkshoe.com. Where we are, of course, uh, five years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, Mr. WCW, Mr. WCW, Mr. WCWS is, of course, um, way, um, of course, words to live by here and deal with the pandemic. Of course, keep yourself clean, keep your hands clean, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, do a whole lot of cleaning. And, of course, like I said, with this vaccine that's out there here and there, hopefully, like I said, this will be something that is, is, a, is a giant step forward in knocking out this pandemic so we can get back to some sort of normalcy. And also, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of which here, um, if, for those of you who are members of the WCWS Revolution Radio Facebook page, be sure to check out that page here, as I did make a very unique post on that page here tonight. 
So if you get an opportunity here, please go on there and read that. That's some, it's a very truly inspiring here, of course, here, uh, indeed, here, ladies and gentlemen. So if you get an opportunity, go on there and read that here, of course, here today. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWS Radio Network. Uh, Justin, have a good evening, sir, and we'll talk at you here, of course, tomorrow night on 931 Revolution. Take care, folks. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.